She's alive. Alive! What's up, you guys? Oh, welcome to the Ghoul Gang. Oh, shit, we don't have our sheet up. Oh. <laughs> Hold, please. And we're back. <laughs> I'm Ellie. And I'm Grace. And we're here to talk about some spooky shit today. Yeah, even though we can't get our shit together. No, we cannot. Sorry it's, it's been so long. Again. We do our best to record as much as we possibly can, but... Life's been crazy. Life's been crazy. We've both been super sick. We've been sick. Grace is not only a mother, but has two jobs. Yeah. It is the most, one of the, I say, I feel like every time of year is the most insane time of year, but anytime before a break gets wild, then we've got a lot of like crises going on at our school right now. We'll get into detail, but like, it's been a wild ride. Shout out to Joe. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out, babe. <clears throat> I'm eating Junior Mints, you guys. Don't. We're not an ASMR I haven't podcast. had an ASMR in our episodes recently. Those are the mints in the box. For those of you who like a little ASMR. Okay? Um, couple of things. My sigh literally showed up as an audible marker. Your sigh? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Do you have a um, lead-in question? I do have a lead-in question. Since this is your job. Since it's my job now. <laughs> Forever. I, I carry this team. <laughs> uh, my lead-in question happens to go with a lead-in vignette, if you will. Okay. Okay? So, I'll tell my story, and then the question is really for you. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. So, you're saying an anecdote. Yes. Cool. A small story. Yes. A passage. From my a life. A fable. A fable. This is true, though. So. Are you saying Aesop's fables weren't real? They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other day, I was binging, and I won't say which podcast, but I was binging a true crime podcast. And so I have it in my headphones, and I'm walking around Target. And Ooh, I do that all the time. Yes. It's not a great idea. No, because I just wander around you're the paranoid. store. You're wandering around and you're also paranoid. It makes me paranoid. And I'm like, someone's going to get me. So <laughs> I'm walking around Target and I've, um, at this point I had put music on, but I had just previously listened to three episodes in a row. Oh God. Yeah. It was a lot. And it, it wasn't by, it was almost kind of by accident. I was cleaning the house. Oh yeah. I was yeah. doing like a deep clean situation. No, I totally, totally get that. And so they just kept coming. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I'm in Target. I'm listening to music, but I'm like paranoid, right? Someone's about to murder me. Someone's about to murder me. So I kind of am noticing there's a guy following me with his cart. Stop. And I was like, no, this is in your head. Like, you need to knock it off, right? And so... I try to I try to play it off in my head like it's not actually happening. But then I'm like, what if it is happening? And so I'm like, you know, just move a little bit faster <laughs> and see if anything's weird. So I start to move a little bit faster and I start turning down aisles that I wouldn't normally go in. And so he's following me with his cart. And I'm like, dude, something isn't right. What kind of shoes are you wearing? 
Okay. <laughs> Here's where it gets fucked up. <laughs> so, I finally stop my cart. And I'm like, he's got to walk past me, right? And so, I'm standing. It's just me in the aisle. And there's one other guy who's, like, maybe, like, in his, like, late 20s. And then the guy who rounds the corner with his fucking cart stops next to my cart, blocks me in, blocks me in. I would have started screaming. And I, well, I was No, like, you know what I would have done? I would have grabbed that shit. That little, like, the kitty ears. I, cat, have, cat, cat. I have a cat claw, and I would have just, like, not just thrown out. Well, and, and the thing, the only reason why I didn't scream is because, one, I had my headphones in still, and two, because I, I, I did assess, I did at some, I I did assess the situation, and I saw multiple people around me. Witnesses. Yes. So, and I picked an aisle where there was another person, Mm -hmm. right? I wouldn't have stopped if there wasn't. And the man stops, blocks me in, looks down, looks at me, looks down, and just says, you've got some real pretty toes. Ah, That makes me want to die. I'm wearing Adidas slides with unpedicured toes. I mean, I painted them myself, but like they haven't been done in a in a minute. It's been winter. It's been winter, and and uh, I love that you're wearing fucking sandals when it's forty degrees. I had. It's to. been forty degrees, and we're like, ooh, summer, summertime. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just. I had just taken Sadie for a long walk. The point is, I was in fucking Adidas slides. He says that, and I look at him, and I just go. Thank you? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and he looks at me and then keeps walking but doesn't break eye contact with me. That makes me want to die. Does it not make you want to crawl inside your own asshole? <laughs> it like it made me want to take my skin off. <laughs> Just like I love shove it. it in a box and then put on someone else's skin. <laughs> Hey, but at least you have nice toes. (laughs) I was just like, you know, if I wasn't alone, I would be fucking swinging. Yeah. Just fucking swinging. I'm like, you get the fuck out of here. You geezer. You, it was, it it was like, so like, just, just knock it the fuck off. Okay. (laughs) Knock it off. Even my toes aren't safe. Oh God. Has anything like that ever happened to you as far as, like, because I was trying to think of, like, some of, like, the sleaziest things that have ever happened to me, and that's, like, one of them. Um, That's one of them. Following a woman around Target to compliment her fucking toes. I had, I once dated a guy who wanted me to spit on him. Oh, Like, not not even, like... Sexual? Just wanted you... So he needed... Yeah. He needed a little something. He needed to be a little dominated. I don't know. But yeah. No, but it was like, spit on me. And I was like, I don't want was to. Was it like a degrading situation? I don't know. <laughs> I just, and I'm not here to, sh- I'm not here to kink shame. No. I'm not Everyone's here to kink got shame. Their shit. You do you. You do you. You keep, but you keep that shit between you and your sexual partner. You hear me? Yeah. And if you don't get what you need, go on Fet Life. Or like right, get on the interwebs. Find someone who someone, can fulfill your needs. Yeah, a- except if you want to find someone to like eat. Mm. You know, oh, like the cannibal cop. Yeah, 
Did yeah. you watch that? Yeah. <laughs> Your face just got bigger than I've ever seen it get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you're going first. What are we doing today, Al? Okay, so after that fucking wild ride, we don't. Sorry. Where are we? Um, <laughs> what day is it? So. Huh? <laughs> um, you got some pretty toes. <laughs> Grace is drinking oh, God, water. That really and I makes me want to throw up. Sorry. I love your water bottle. Um, so this episode is literally just based around something that I happened to come across. I can't remember. I was reading an article um, about like creepiest places. I don't know. It was something to pass the time because, you know, boredom. As one does. As one does. And probably trying to avoid writing an IEP. And I... Teacher life. Yeah. I came across something that I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I, I was so interested in it that I wanted to talk about it in an episode and I thought it would be a cool kind of like reboot to do some urban legends. Heck yeah. Because... For our OG listeners, who remembers when we did was it Bloody games? Mary... Games, yeah, right? we did we did urban legend games. We did Bloody Mary. We did Blue Baby. Uh-huh. We did the Devil's. What was it called? Uh, the Devil's Game. Something maybe like that. Devil, I don't know. But yeah. you were talking about the Devil's Motorola Racer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, go back great, and listen to that, that episode. Was a that was episode. a good one. Um, go. I think it was like episode fourteen. Well, urban we legend it? games. Can yeah, we, or urban legend games. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll link it in the description for this. By the way, have you been reading our descriptions? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you are doing a fabulous. I am job. doing some of my best work in those. <laughs> um. I agree. I think it's great. We did a whole vampires episode without talking about True Blood. I think that's crazy. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Because I, because. Uh, it's the best. It's we the best. both love it. I know. It. It's the I best. Get, it's like we get so pinholed on something that we forget everything else. I know. That's true. But you And know we what? didn't talk about Interview with a Vampire. No, we didn't talk about anything. All we did was go off the rails. That's ah! huge. Well, we were talking about real life vampires, that's I think. True. That's true. It was a little, tr- it was a little more true crimey. Mm. Ish. Yeah. So. Not this time. Not this time. We got to keep it a spooky. Keep it a spooky. Keep it a spooky. Um, so, here we go. Ooh. Are you ready? Yes. Light your candles, bitches. Okay. Oh, no, but don't. Put a, put a, a circle of salt around yourself. True. Or don't. <laughs> Whatever you believe is fine. Whatever works for you. Set back from a main road is an empty patch of woods, a dusty circle. Oh, I'm liking this. A barren of plant life that's about 15 feet wide, where, according to stories dating all the way back to 1882, sheesh, the devil comes to dance. Ooh! Wait, ooh, what's that? The devil went do- down to Georgia. He, he was, was looking, looking for a soul to steal. Why you gotta use our ending song now? Damn, I didn't even know! Okay. We can still use it. No, we'll probably find something else. Ugh. Fine, let me sit my lacrosse. Okay. The stories say... So these story, there's these. It's obviously it's an urban legend. It's been passed down. Stories say that in this 15 foot circle, nothing grows there, and it's true. Mm. It's true. Nothing does grow there. It's barren. But all around it, 
is woods and grass. But there's a 15-foot circle where nothing will grow. It's just dirt. Where is it? And I will tell you. So it's called... The Devil's Circle. The Devil's... Good guess. (laughs) The Devil's Tramping Ground. Ooh. It's it's actually located in a camping spot. Uh Uh-oh. It's in Bear Creek, North Carolina. Okay, so it's located in a forest near Harper's Crossroads. Hey. Harper. My child's name. Yep, in Bear Creek, (laughs) North Carolina. So this circle has been the subject of persistent local legends, folklore, yada, yada, yada. Basically, the legend has it that the reason that it's called the Devil's Tramping Ground is because the devil just walks in circles at night. In that spot? In that spot. Doesn't he have better things to do? My thoughts, exactly. But... Here we go. I guess there's a lot of demons. There's a lot of demons. Yeah. It could be the devil. It could be another demon. So mm-hmm. um, the devil tramps around this barren circle um, and supposedly kind of haunts the area, I guess. Um, and nothing can grow there, which is really cool because because of these legends and because of the circle, I mean, I'm sure no one would really think anything of it, right? But because right. of the folklore, scientists and researchers have actually gone to examine the place, mm. which is a whole other part of it. I don't want to get too long into it because I have a tendency to overshare. But no one can figure out why things won't grow there. The dirt is... Fine. Fine. Um, it doesn't have, like, a high content of sulfur. No. Or remains. Or, well... Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, so none of them can offer any explanation as to why there would be a circle with no no vegetation. And it's like a perfect circle. It's a perfect circle. We'll post a picture of it. Whoa. And it can't be explained. Yeah. And lots of people go to try to explain why there's a circle. Now, I know why. I bet there's a well. Or Maybe. Like, it's wide. It's yeah. 15 feet wide, though. Yeah. No, I bet it's like a... Um, there's nothing underneath it. They've dug. Oh, they have? Yeah. Mm. And so I know what it is. Oh, you do? I do. <laughs> you have the answer. I have the answer. Oh, here we go. It's a fucking flying saucer landed there. <laughs> and if you think I'm wrong, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> You would. That's it. There's no other explanation. <laughs> None. None. It's UFO. UFO. Oots and UFO. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of UFOs, today we were fucking. I was. Uh, we were. So after we do our reading groups in kindergarten, we. Um, one person. Oh, you're in kindergarten? Yeah, I'm in kindergarten now. So um, we. Nice one, Grace. That's hysterical. So uh, after we're done with our reading groups, one kid in the whole class shares what they read, and then they ask the class questions about their story. It's precious. We coach them through it. They read some of the story. They tell us about the main idea, and then they ask us questions like, is it fiction or nonfiction? How do you know? Who are the characters? Where is the setting? So anyway, so we read a book called Abby and Zotz. Abby and Zotz are best friends. Abby's from Earth. Zotz is from outer space. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you pick it? I picked it, duh. <laughs> All the time. Always aliens. So um, we're reading about it, and my sweet little angel, I won't say, we'll call him Teddy. 
Teddy is up there and he's being so adorable and he's asking questions. And then he asks, is this book fiction or nonfiction? And um, one of the kids goes, it's fiction. And another, you know, Teddy goes, how do you know? It's precious watching five-year-olds do this and have these conversations. I can't imagine. It's so cute. And then another kid goes, because... Um, Zots is an alien. The aliens aren't real. And a little girl chimes in from the corner and she goes, yes, they are. <laughs> this is Yes, you. they are. And this I was is, like, this is you as a five-year-old. It's me as a child. And I go, well, I, what do we call her? Um, Extraterrestrials. No, I'm trying to think what to call her. Samantha. I was like, well, Samantha, you know, this book is a fiction book, though. Is there anything else that tells you it's a fiction book? You know, what about the illustrations? It's not real pictures, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and none of it she heard. And she goes, Aliens are real. I've seen them. <gasps> and her teacher and I look at each other and we're like, so where's the setting? <laughs> and I, in my, Who are the main characters? In my head, I'm going, yes! Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We believe the children of future. And was, Teach them well and let them lead the way to space. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Aliens. Always. <laughs> um, I want to believe. I want to believe so bad. And then it was kind of funny. I was like, well, that's true. We don't know if they're real or not. No, you say, well, that's true. Period. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and I slip her our podcast card, the five-year-old. <laughs> I have one in my purse. Um, here's the, Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it was here's, an UFO landing. It was spot. an UFO landing. So you know who it probably was? The Braxton County bitch. The Braxton County bitch. She came back. She was like, I'm here and I'm going to spread this weird fucking oil shit and I'm going to come with my big eyes and my weird ace of spades on my head. And, and I'm going to look like Rosie from the Jetsons, the Jetsons and just fuck some shit up. What up, Braxton County bitch? Boop, boop, boop. Okay. What's North Carolina? Oh, wow. It is her. It is her. It's her. She's here. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? We miss you. She's been hanging with Brahms. So, <laughs> Brahms. Brahms. No, Brahms is in my back room. He's fine. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'll take him out soon. Okay. So, here's the best part. This legend has it that if you place anything directly in the center of this circle... No matter how heavy it is, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter. When you come back the next day, it's gone. Thrown out of the circle so that the devil has room uh, to dance. <laughs> so this is like his break dancing This circle. is his fucking spot. And people keep putting shit in it. Wait, so is there stuff missing or is it just moved? Both. Okay. So there's been stuff that's gone completely missing. Because I was going to say, if it's missing, I get it because it's like almost a tourist spot. Right. Like, so people could come or it take it. Or get sucked into the underworld. Right. That's but, it. so it's been, there's stuff that's been missing, but there's also been stuff that's been like whipped, like thrown and like broken. Cool. Yeah. So. We're already at a thousand. This is a, you guys. <laughs> Please. We're in a weird place. We're in a weird place tonight. Nothing makes sense. Aries season just started. Yeah. None of this is linear. You'll have to bear with us. We'll get it together for the next one. <laughs> um, so The next one will be with Caroline, I think. Okay. <laughs> she holds it together pretty well. She really does. She really holds it together. The girl's an investigative journalist. Yeah. She holds us together. So 
It's true. So, um, stories about the ring are very, like, this is very well known Mm. in this area. And so, um, the biggest things are obviously the disappearances of objects that are left in the circle. Dogs won't go in the circle. (gasps) Which is, I think, is pretty cool. Whoa, so they'll yeah. Yip and howl. They won't go near it. Um, strange events have happened to people who even attempt to stay anywhere near the circle, let alone within its boundaries. Like camping. Like camping. Yeah. Some people say that nothing grows within forty feet of the circle. It is there is kind of a clearing around the circle, mm-hmm. but things do grow. But nothing grows in the fifteen foot radius. It is a perfect circle. Wow! And it's bizarre because yeah. people don't mow it, as far mm-hmm. as anybody knows. Like no one takes care of that. No one takes care of even the if it was mowed. Like you would see that it was mowed. You right? Know, there would be lawn exactly clip- clippings. And, exactly. Yeah. You could figure it out, and people could figure out why nothing grows. But obviously, the local think it's because the fucking devil walks around the circle all night right comes up from the fiery depths of hell and walks in circle so (laughs) two step two step two stepping his break dancing and he's doing what he wants so um a journalist from a local newspaper in um, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, a fucking awesome city to visit, by the way. There's a journalist, and he was like, I gotta check this shit out, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. His name's John Harden. It also gives his, like, dates of birth and death, like, unnecessary. He but died? In the devil's circle. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He didn't. So, um, this dude was like, Hey, I'm going to fucking pitch a tent smack dab in the middle of this fucking circle. That sounds like a terrible idea. It sounds idea. like a terrible idea. And so uh, he did it with his two dogs who refused to go into the tent and stayed outside of the circle the whole night. And he made it out alive, but he did say that he heard something walking around his tent. So now were here's, the dogs like whimpering? He said the dogs were whimpering, and this is what he had to say. This is his quote. Um, the natives say that the devil goes there to walk in circles as he thinks up new means of causing trouble for humanity. Ooh. There, sometimes during the dark of the night, the majesty of the underworld of evil silently tramps around that bare circle, thinking, plotting, and planning, plot, planning against good and in behalf of wrong. I have heard the Boy Scouts spent the night there and woke up with their tents a few miles away. There were also some guys who tried to stay up the whole night there. Two men attempted to stay up all night long, but they were eventually lulled to sleep by a soft voice. What? It has rumored that ancient coins have also been found near the circle. So this is an excerpt from one of the things that he wrote. He wrote a big article on this. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're interested in it, look up um, Jonathan or John Harden. Of Greensboro, North Carolina. He wrote a whole article on it. It's great. And then kind of tells about his experience, mm-hmm. about how he made it and nothing moved his tent. But he d- he did say that he heard something walking around in the his circle. Dogs. And his dogs didn't I like mean, it. I mean, I feel like animals always know. Yeah. So another legend um, is that if you are able to stay the whole night in the circle, that you're never sane again. <gasps> um, many people. Why would you do that then? Because it's like we would do it. Oh yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? I would. So it's, it says many people have reported seeing strange shadow-like figures in the tree line watching them. 
There have also been reports of people seeing satanic rituals within the circle. So cults will sometimes go within the circle and try and do stuff. Um, If we went there, though, I would have secretly taken a gel tab. Right. And you would have been like, what? You okay? And I'm like, look, it's there. (laughs) Um, So uh, there's there's conflicting reports. There's one side of the aisle that says that you hear like a soft, soothing voice and it makes it lulls you to sleep and then you wake up miles from the circle. Ooh, so like an angel. Yes. And then there's that might be protecting you from what's about to happen to you. Yeah. Like one of those situations. And then there are people on the other side of the aisle say, no, you'll be ripped violently from the circle if you try to stay. So I would, my, my theory is that I agree. It would be like an angelic situation trying to get you like out of get there out, before get out, get out. something happens. Yeah. Interesting, totally. right? So That's very interesting. Yeah. Hearing, like, people have woken up miles away. That's crazy. Exactly. So, you know, it leaves you wondering, is, is this circle maybe that of some crazy-ass nocturnal animal or, you know, is it... I- doubt it you know it, it like just trying to think of reasons but nobody can really figure it out so that is all i really want to get into with the devil's tramping grounds if you want to learn more google it um but if you are one of those people who are listening who are like i'm all fucking go there on my ghost tour next year here's what you need to know before you go no before you go no before you go okay so the devil's tramping ground is approximately 50 miles south of greensboro north carolina so it's a, in a really small town. Um, it's not marked. Mm. It's not marked. So I wouldn't imagine. Um, it says from North Carolina 421, you have to take a right on whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So there's a green sign that points towards the site, but it's not marked. It's just a green arrow. Mm. So if you're looking for it, it says Go um, 1.7 miles from that arrow, and you'll see a gravel pull off to the left. Then you have to walk down a path. Are you giving our listeners directions to get there? I sure am. Don't. Do it. You have to pull. The reason I'm telling you is because it's kind of like a Bachelor's Grove situation. You Ah, can't necessarily like drive to it. So you have to pull off to the right and then you have to, you can walk. It says you only have to walk about 150 feet down a dirt path and you'll get to it. Cheers to that. Cheers to these LaCroix. Cheers to double stomping grounds. That's fucking cool. A.K.A. UFO landing grounds. UFO landing grounds. It took us a while to get through this one, but it's a goodie. So let's get through yours. <laughs> okay. I will say that was one of the most well-organized ones on my end. I am notorious for being like, hey, y'all, sorry, I didn't do this well. <laughs> I organize these podcasts like my brain organizes my thoughts. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. It's not well. All right. So I am covering La... Yorona, or as the movie previews have been saying, is La Yorna. La Yorna. I know it I is get it. Yorona. It's like, I say La Yorona. Yeah. It's L L O R N A, and double L's is a Y. Yeah, my students call La it Yorona. La Yorona. I think they're just saying it really fast. Like, yeah, La Yorona. La Yorona. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, okay. Well, anyway, we're, we're the worst. so white. We're so white. Um, so, and that roughly translates to the weeping woman. Okay. Um, so this is of Mexican origin. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, also happens to be a movie coming out the day after my birthday. No big deal. April 19th. Here we are. Uh, I know you've heard of us talking it about it. It's yeah. a part of the Conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. Although Ed and Lorraine Warren might be big old fat frauds. Yeah. We still love the Conjuring universe. <laughs> I, you know, I gotta say, I don't think this looks good, but I will see it. It only got 50% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, anyway, apart from the movie, I remember oh. hearing this. Really? Okay. 80%? Oh, fuck. And the original Conjuring was at 85. Shit. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, those are solid horror films. But I yeah. love, um, what's her face who was starring in La Llorona? Lisa Cardinale. Yeah. Cardellini? Cardellini. Okay. Cardinally. Cardinally. Okay, so the story behind the curse of La Llorona is said that in a rural village, there lived a young woman named Maria. Maria came from a poor family, but was known around her village for her exceptional beauty. One day, an extremely wealthy nobleman traveled through her village. He stopped in his tracks when he saw Maria. Maria was charmed by him, and he was charmed by her. So when he proposed to her on the spot, she immediately accepted. Okay. This is way, way back. Okay. When people just gave their women to men. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maria's family was thrilled that she was marrying into a wealthy family. Yeah. But the nobleman's father was extremely disappointed that his son was marrying into poverty. Maria and her new husband built a house in the village to be away from his disapproving father. Eventually, she gave birth to a baby girl and a baby boy. Her husband was always traveling and stopped spending time with his family. When he came home, he only paid attention to the children, and Maria knew her husband was falling out of love with her. Hmm. One day, he returned to the village with a younger woman, told his children farewell, and ignored Maria. Completely. Oh, I see this going sour. So says the legend. So Maria, angry and hurt, took her children to a river and drowned them in a blind rage. Okay. Just... Total Andrea Yates situation. Like that. Yep. That happens. It did. Yep. So she realized what she had done later and frantically searched for them, but the river had already carried them away. Days later, she was found dead on a riverbank. Challenged at the gates of heaven for the whereabouts of her children, she was not permitted to enter the afterlife until she found them. So stuck between the land of the living and the dead, she spent eternity looking for her lost children. She is always heard weeping for her children, earning her the name Lyorona, which is the weeping woman. And it is said that if you hear her crying, you need to run in the opposite way. Oh, shit. If you hear her cries, they could bring misfortune or death. Many parents in Latin America use this story to scare their children from staying out too late. All my students know about her. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like the most prominent. It's like the most prominent Mexican boogeyman, boogie, yeah. boogie woman. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, 
Uh, La Llorona kidnaps wandering children at night, mistaking them for her own. Mm -hmm. She begs the heavens for forgiveness and drowns the children she kidnaps. So it's like, um, I can't think of the one who... There's there's multiple folklores of women looking for their children. Yeah. After. Like Blue Baby. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up in people's cars. Yeah, yeah. not great. Um, so, people who claim to have seen her say she appears at night or in the late evening by rivers or lakes wearing a white or a black gown with a veil. Seems like a pretty big... Uh, That's a big discrepancy. <laughs> Some She's either wearing... White or black. Pink or tie-dye. We don't know. Some believe those who hear the wails of La Llorona are marked for death or misfortune, similar to the Gaelic Banshee legend, mm. which we absolutely should cover because both of us are Irish as fuck, McCabe's. Among her wails, she is noted as crying, I'm easy host, which translates to, oh, my children or oh, my sons. She scrapes the bottom of the rivers and lakes searching for her sons. It is said that when her whales sound near, she is actually far. And when she is distant, she is actually very close. Oh, I hate that. Ah! That's scary. I hate that. That's really scary. Okay. She's so, a smart ass bitch though. I know. Tell right? you what. I'm gonna i f- I'm gonna fuck with you. Yes. Um, so other folk tales that go along with this. So La Llorona is sometimes identified as La Malinche, a new a Nahua woman who served as Cortez's interpreter and mistress who bore his children, and who some say was betrayed by Spanish conquistadors. In one folk story of La Malinche, she became Hernan Cortez's mistress and bore him a child, only to be abandoned so that he could marry a Spanish lady. La Llorona has become the theme character of several Universal Studios haunted houses like Horror Nights. She appears in several horror movies mm-hmm. and novels. She is like, I have always, I don't even know where I first heard of the Weeping Woman. I think it might have been like a Goosebumps episode or something. Yeah. But it's like, it's always, um, it kind of reminds me of the movie Mama, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, where it's like, this mother is so upset that she lost her children, so she's going to take yours. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, you see, like, a, a sad figure crying, yeah. and then they come and turn on you. Um, so, yes, uh, The Curse of La Llorona is coming out April 19th, and I'm super stoked to see it. It's You got to. Can we talk about what we've seen? Can we first talk about us? Yeah. We actually haven't talked about it yet. No, we haven't. We were going to save it for the PCAST. Yeah. So Um, you tell me first. Okay. So I um, went and saw Us the um, opening night. And, well, actually, it can't be coming out Thursday. You saw it the day before. Well, no. uh, We get uh, promotional tickets at Oh, yeah. Yeah. So So they come uh, out a day earlier. Yeah. So I saw us on Thursday last week, and um, my first impression as I left the theater was that was a great movie, but it wasn't 
um, I had, and I think everyone had, just put this movie on this unreachable pedestal of Get Out, of Get Out, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Amazing, yeah. And I thought that the movie was fantastic. I didn't think it was. I wouldn't call it, I would not call it like a sophomore slump. No. I think that it was excellent, but I don't think that it reached the level in which Get Out reached. And I think it was a horror movie made for the general public. Yes, I agree. It was not a horror movie made for horror fans. No. I, sorry, I'm taking over. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, I you watched just, it. You have a lot more of an opinion than I do. My opinion yeah. is that I thought it was fantastic, but I didn't think it was as good as I had hoped. I almost left the first time I heard Lou Peter Nyong'o's other speak. I thought it was so stupid. Yeah. I was like, this is too much. It's on the nose. But you know why she spoke that way. Yeah, because she hadn't used her. It's like, I get it. No. Because she was choked. Because she was choked out. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But it was just so... Spoiler alert. Sorry. If you haven't seen it, sorry. Stop it now. Um, But it was just so like... (sighs) It was a little on the nose. I did love like the kitschiness of like uh, Emily Moss. Is that her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Moss. Mm -hmm. uh, And her husband and the kid. I thought that was super funny. And their their others or whatever. Yeah, they were awesome. Their tethered were great. Yeah. Tethered, right. Mm-hmm. I just was, like, not scared. It didn't scare me. The it movie didn't scare me. It wasn't scary. And no. I was also, I saw it the Saturday it came out. So, of course, I even saw it at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the theater was still packed. Yeah. Um, and you can tell it was packed with people who don't watch horror because people were screaming and talking through the yeah. whole thing. And that's super and that frustrating. that ruins a movie. It does ruin a movie. It does ruin a movie. And so I think, like, I waited a little while to go see Get Out. Mm-hmm. I went and saw it by myself, and don't kill me, I sat in a handicapped seat. <laughs> Listen. Like, I don't want to sit by anybody. Yeah. I go to movies by myself. Like, I don't want to sit by you. Yeah. Um... And I told Ellie this, that I ate an edible right before I went. You were like... And I literally was uh, texting her from the bathroom and was like, I don't think I can do this. It was like, sink. And you're like, ah! (laughs) And I sunk into my theater chair. Yeah. Uh, But it turned out great. Like, you need a movie to captivate you to do that. Yeah. So I went to this movie, Stone Sober... Sitting it, they had the nice like mm-hmm. recliners and whatever, but like I almost laughed. Like I was not enjoying everyone talking through it. Like I think people that, were like, "Oh no, oh no!" That can that'll it ruin totally it for you. Ruin it because we were uh, th- there was not a seat open in the in the theater we went to, but people were. But those are fans. Yeah, people were quiet. I mean, they laughed when you were supposed to laugh, but it you could hear a pin drop in that theater. And I think, like I said, I very much enjoyed the movie. Would I? probably see it again like get out um maybe i'll rent it here again yeah like you know but it's not a movie i'm gonna go see over and over again i was not captivated at all i did not think the twist 
warranted like any kind of shock. I think it was kind of predictable. I do think that the movie was predictable. Yeah, I think you could kind of gather since the fucking first title of the movie was like there are billions of tunnels underneath you and I was like okay so there's obviously something happening under the beach right like and this other person came up from the beach and and they switched places there were a I also feel like I wish there was like 20 more minutes left of the movie so the the mom so Lupita Nyong'o could be like uh, like could kind of get like get into some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to me, it didn't make any sense. Like it was a little. I thought the ending was a bit rushed. Yeah. Um. I here's that scene where they are playing the fucking I got five on it remix, dun, dun, dun. where she's dancing, mm-hmm. where they're showing her tethered dancing. Well, what you think is her yeah. tethered dancing, and and showing her up. That scene for me was unbelievable. See, that's when I almost left. I loved that scene. I thought it was so beautifully done. I thought it was the best scene of the movie. I thought that I was like, fuck yeah, here's Jordan Peele. That's what I wanted. Through that's that scene is what I wanted the whole time. But I feel like what we got was a decent movie that was predictable and that was very um, what's the word? For the masses. For the masses. Very, like, predictable horror. Yeah, very tame. Yeah. Um. But that scene, I wanted, that, I wanted more of that. Yeah, I think, and I, I'm not I saying more that, stabbies. I'm not saying that that's, like, I almost left because it was bad. I'm saying, like, I almost left because that's when I figured it out. And it was like, okay, get it. Yeah, got it. it. Like, I don't need to sit here for another 20 minutes to know. Right. Um, But maybe we are, I mean, you know, we're brats. We are. I'm a horror snob. I will fully admit it. Yeah. And I went to the movie by myself. It was easy for me to get up and leave. Like, it's not. I thought it was more funny. Like, yeah. I thought it was, was more, like, cheeky. I yeah. loved the dad. Yeah. Loved so the dad. Cute. He was like, what? Crow daddy. Yeah. Liked him. Um, loved Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Um, Can we just talk about how I literally have a hard time looking at Lupita because she's so beautiful? She is so beautiful. But I have, she is not a horror actress. No, she's not. That little boy... Perfect. Was amazing. He was perfect. The little girl was perfect. She was great, too. The dad was perfect. I hate doing this, but I found myself picking apart some of the, what I felt were kind of, that wouldn't, like the. Yeah, plot holes. The plot holes. Yeah. I, and I hate it, but I was kind of just like. Why would you ever go back there? Why would you go back, number And why would it happen this year? And how would she not have known? Right. And. I mean, she might have suppressed it. She might have blocked it out. You know, I I really enjoyed that her character was the only one who talked because that was the minute I knew. When the rest of the tethered couldn't talk and she could, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, well. Yeah. She's, that's her. You know, but it's kind of like, how could she have gotten this charismatic, wonderful husband if she had these hard times talking to people. love and care about her wonderful kids and, like, seem like this beautiful person? And why would she ever go back there? Yeah. 
And the whole... Well, she did give birth to those babies. The whole hands across America thing? Yeah. That didn't really develop enough. I think what... Here's my take on it. This is my take on it. I'm very interested because I have no take. This could be me just being a twat, but... (laughs) I take it as, like, the hands across America was, you know, a situation of Americans wanting to come together for a good cause, right? But it didn't have much follow through. Obviously. It happened in 1986. Right. And here we are. And here we are. So it's kind of that thing of like people really wanting to do something to fix things, but not actually fixing anything. Oh, that makes sense. And so that's where I took that. Yeah, totally. Of like kind of like a metaphor for like the tethered wanted to make a big statement, but they didn't know where to go from there. You're right, right. You know that what makes mean? sense. Yeah. That I was my totally interpretation. That. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um I looked it up and I couldn't find anything on it. But no. That was just my take on it. And it's just like, I don't know. I it was so hyped. It was so I, hyped. I hate when movies are overly hyped. I saw a couple previews for movies I can't even remember that looked great Mm -hmm. um, that aren't being overly hyped. I think Jordan Peele just had the most amazing debut with um, Get Out, and I'm super excited for The Twilight Zone, Um, but this one just didn't do it for me, y'all. I enjoyed it. I think, you know, we get so... So hyped for movies. Yeah. And this one, I mean, I think this was the most hyped film yeah. in a long this time. This is the one I did the focus group for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, but there's, I was just really hoping that it was going to be that, like, just, like, gleaming star. You yeah. You know, where, like, Hereditary was very hyped. But I oh feel like God. Hereditary was more hyped in the horror community oh my God. It, it than totally the masses. Po- well, exactly, which is why Tony Collette didn't get any fucking nomination. Which is... And, like, cinematically, it should have gotten nominated. Oh, my God. It was just, the mo- it was beautifully filmed. We could go, we could, we could go, go on. on. We won't. But that is a movie that, for me, was, should like. Should have won all the that, awards. It hit every box. It, it, it was amazing. Everything. 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 I'm going to watch it tonight. Do it. I fucking, I own it. <laughs> well, it's on Prime now. Yeah. So, anyway. It was no, uh, let's just say that uh, Us no, was no truth or dare. It's <laughs> fair. I would say, it, like, I really was getting so antsy that I almost got up and left. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, as, I also think a lot a, of it had to do with the people you were seeing it with. Because I, I, and did, I was, yeah, I was I alone. thoroughly enjoyed it. I was alone and I was sober as a bird. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, I didn't take my edibles, I Fun. didn't drink. Fun fact for you. Oh, hey. The twins are actually twins. Are actually twins. We're Emma from Friends. Yeah, they were the baby. I did see that. Okay, um, something else that I've been watching. Mm -hmm. The Magicians. What's that? It's a TV show on sci-fi. Okay. And it's fucking amazing. Reality? No. Okay. <laughs> it's very much sci-fi. Okay. Um, and it's about, it's like a grown-up Harry Potter, essentially. Ooh. It's like a grown-up grad school of magicians. Have you watched The Umbrella Academy? No. Okay, because it sounds kind of like a similar situation. No. It's on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix original with, um, Ooh. what's her tits? Um, Ellen Page. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Since Sounds we saw, similar. Since we saw Flatliners, I have not had the most faith in Ellen Page. She's coming out with a new series, though, that's supposed to be amazing. And it's- But anyway, so this is like a bunch of grad students who find out they're magicians, and then there's Fun. alternate realities, but it's like fucked up. It's dark. It's very dark, and you would really, really like it. Okay. For sure. And my friend at work and I, like, cannot stop talking about it. Also, uh, I finally watched Anna and the Apocalypse with you. It was fun. (laughs) Ellie loves it. It's exactly, it was, the movie was made for you. It was made for you by you, FUBU. I love it so much. I know you do. And you still listen to the soundtrack all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. It's it like, has fantastic music. It does. Have I great, will yeah. say that. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's cute. It's, it's funny. It's cute. It's not horror. It's not horror. No. no. I cried a lot. I know. Yeah. It was very sweet. Yes, it was. Um, what are you looking forward to? Um, I don't necessarily. Well, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery looks great. Although, here's my take. Oh, okay. I feel like they gave away too much in the preview. They gave away too much in the preview, and they took a lot of liberties. What do you mean? From they they strayed from the original. Mostly looking forward to fucking uh, final season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. I still need to get caught up. Yeah. Um. Also, another one thing I watched. I've been, have you been keeping up with the act on Hulu? Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Mommy Dead and Dearest, yep. our good old Gypsy Rose. I'll tell you what. I don't love it. I don't love the act, but I'm, 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 I'm in here it. for I'm it. I'm in it. I have been loving it because I feel like that's how she's been acting. I went and rewatched Mommy Dead and Dearest mm-hmm. um, and read a little bit more about it literally yesterday. Um, because I was like, is this adding up? And like the whole Wolverine thing is true. It is true. It's like, they made him out to be like a handsome, normal dude in real life. The motherfucker that she met at that convention is, but look at Gypsy Rose, the girl who plays Gypsy Rose. It's true. Beautiful. But they made it. And the girl who plays Dee Dee is fucking. What's her face? Uh, Patricia Arquette. Yeah. And you can hardly recognize her, but she's still beautiful. Right. But I think it's great seeing, like, inside the house. I guess her family's really, really upset about it. Because her dad... Well, yeah, and I'm wondering why they haven't mentioned her dad at all in the show. They barely mentioned him. Because remember we talked about this when... I think this was... How he has the like, most out of control accent I've ever heard. The best Cajun accent. It's unbelievable. Ever, it's ever. amazing. And so do her parents. Yeah. And... but. You I bet I would flush her down the toilet. Oh my god, amazing! I didn't want her. I said flush her down the toilet. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, that just goes to show how much of a con artist she really was. Yeah, We're talking about Dee Dee Blanchard, who's a psycho hose beast. Psycho hose beast who fucking was Munchausen by proxying times a thousand her daughter, which I still do not believe Gypsy should be in prison still. I feel like... Um, I don't... I'm torn. I think a probation. 
I feel like she didn't know what real life was. Yeah. And I, agree. I feel like I agree. I feel like she only knew movies. I agree. And so her only way out was this guy that she met on a Christian dating yeah, site. I yeah. Who was arrested beating off in a McDonald's. So fucked up. So fucked up. Uh, who mailed the murder weapon to his house. Right. To his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was living with his mom. Yeah. Um, and she didn't know any better. No, I know. And so I was watching yeah. this and oh, she was God. like, I honestly just didn't know. Like, I wasn't exposed to any of this. And she's so She didn't so even know genuine. how old she was. Yeah. You know? And she goes, I believe I, I think I'm... I'm 25 and I'm going to be 26. Like, she had no idea. I'll tell you what, though. In those interviews with her in prison, she looks fabulous. Does she? She does. She, like, has... She has fabulous hair. She got brand new gorgeous teeth. No, she, she, but she got those. Didn't you watch the ass? She got newer... She got even newer ones. She doesn't have her meta ones? No. Oh, I'm a, she, I am only watch the ones from Mommy, Dad, and Dearest. There's some new interviews that have come out Ooh. with Dr. Phil, and she... She... <gasps> Watch them. And the last thing that I forgot to mention that I watched was Sins of My Mother, My Mother's Sins or something. Yes, the Diane Down story. Yeah. Yeah. That was... It's very upsetting. Um, I was glued I was glued to the TV during yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, the 2020 uh, like mini documentary or whatever. Yes. And she was only 28. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucked up wild that's my uh age. janelle from teen mom yeah she does look her face and we're not the exactly. only ones who thought it because we googled it and there's comparisons it's exactly her face it's her, exactly her face so anyway that was that was so good. upsetting it was it's, it was it's the mom who claims that insane. her children got killed in the back of her car and it turned out to be her and then she got pregnant on her way to prison oh my and then God. the child like had to raise like, had to find her. Oh, so fucked up. So fucked up. But it's, like, a featured thing on Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so go watch it. Followed by the what's her... But uh, Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos, who I knew nothing about. She has the weirdest... It's fake. Deepy voice. That's what they say. Like, they say... Um, one you're going to have to look and listen, because we're like, going to get you into Theranos. I have been wearing turtlenecks since I was seven years old. This was not because of Steve Jobs. I skin Steve Jobs alive. <laughs> and I wear him as a flesh suit underneath these turtlenecks. <sighs> she oh, should be her own. God. She should have played Lupita's character. You know what's... Exactly. You know. Seriously. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is that she's... Not in prison. She's about to get married. She is about to get married to some 28-year-old venture capitalist. I hope her husband has a very high voice. (laughs) That would be amazing. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God, no, her voice. You know who does an amazing... uh, Chloe is crazy. Yes. And Tavi... The girl who does the rookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she did an amazing story on her, and it was so fucking funny. But I highly recommend that documentary. It's great. But anyway, we've been talking for way too long. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, Have a good not night. sorry. 
Uh, Bye. No. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Bye. <laughs> cool Gang Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Google. Oh, <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at GoogangPod666. Follow us on our own personal Instagrams. Give them hell with an E and Grace's Gold. And my dog has a fucking Instagram. So <laughs> That's right. Sadie the Blue Chow is my dog if you want to see the cutest dog in the entire world. And Sadie posts way more than you do. She does. <laughs> She really does. You can't get that phone out of her fucking paws. Oh, my God. She is such a fucking media slut. She is a slutty media slut. (laughs) All right. Send us your ghost stories. And your nudes. Your ghost nudes. No. Ghost nudes, man. Unless you're into feet, then send them. (laughs) (laughs) 